Welcome to the 580 Podcast from 580 Oilwell Road. This is a podcast from West Jackson students. We will address different trends, topics, and truths that relate to the lives of students today. Well, hey, everybody. Hope you're doing great. Uh, episode 7. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about stories, talk a little bit more about telling our story, but today we're going to, we're going to spin it just a little differently because we're... We're not necessarily going to talk about sharing our story using words this time. We're going to talk about sharing our story using our actions. If you remember from last week, uh, Mandy, you you jumped on here, did a great job sharing your story, right, about how the Lord had impacted your life. And we know that to, to be true, that it's so important for us. There's, we talked about the biblical mandate of sharing our story, having gospel conversations with people in 2021. And now we're going to spend some time talking about how it's important for us uh, to share a story using our actions, Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, which is a little different because uh, while we would all agree that it's super important to to share your story with words, we know that there's not always going to be times you're going to have the one-on-one conversation with people, but people are watching the way that you act. People are watching the way that you live your life. And so that brings us into our our topic for today of, of... are people able to see fruit in your life? We're going to spend a lot of our time today yeah. talking about fruit. We love fruit. Love fruit. Um, and before we talk about fruits of the Spirit, let's talk about actual fruit for a little bit, just because fruit's fun. Because why not? Because <laughs> why you know, not? Got, you guys have some burning questions about fruit. So. I got right. some fruit facts for y'all. I'm ready for some fruit facts. Number one. All right, number one. Apples, peaches, and raspberries are all members of the Rose family. I don't understand that. No. Here's the thing that is, like, it's, it, roses are flowers, like, yeah. but we have fact-checked these, I, I, I promise you. I, I went through, we didn't pull these off of Wikipedia, we had pulled these off of an actual viable website. Now, I'm not saying it's like a peer-reviewed American journal, but, uh, yeah. I just, I've seen a peach tree, and I've seen an apple tree. I haven't seen a raspberry bush or tree, whatever. But I see no. Sure. I do not know. We're gonna go with that. (laughs) Well, that's fact number one. They're all part of the rose family. Don't have flowers on their trees, but okay. All right, number two: pumpkins and avocados are fruits, not a vegetable. I assumed that about pumpkins, but avocados, I never really considered. They're green, Um, so. I would I would think that they were a vegetable. I don't know very many green fruits in yeah. general, other than like kiwi, kiwi. and granny smith. Green grapes. Yeah. Green grapes. Green grapes. There you go. I forget about grapes. We're gonna probably remember every single green fruit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're gonna spend. This I time still would not think fruits. of an avocado of an avocado as as a no. as a fruit. No. Um, I just yeah, try to. I don't know the difference between a fruit and a vegetable. <laughs> not anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> the tomatoes. They they just. Yeah, I just try to avoid it in general because I'm not a I'm not a guacamole person. <laughs> you guys are like, it's not pizza. I don't yeah, want it. <laughs> you know, there's you can get queso and chips for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, number three here: apples float in water because they're made up of twenty five percent air. See, what? Twenty five percent air. They twenty five percent air. They float. I guess. Does I, that mean like an orange or another fruit will like sink to the bottom? Like I guess you don't bob for other no fruits. That makes sense. No, but people say that like we float because we're like what like seventy five percent water or whatever it is. Sure, we float because we have water. Why does I don't know? You know, 
Well, I don't I mean, get it. I think I think in terms of air, you're probably thinking of like a like a life preserver. There's air inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, dad joke time for apples. Please do it. You know, you know the phrase about apples, right? Yeah, an mm-hmm. apple a day keeps, keeps the doctor, the doctor away. away. Right. Yes. It'll keep anyone away if you throw it hard enough. <laughs> Which is why I love. Nice. I love. You're I the love, only one qualified here I am, to say that. I am, but I love a good dad joke. And That's all the awesome. dads that are listening to this will agree with me. That's wonderful. Okay. Apples this hurt. This one might be my favorite one. Um, Chandler, did you know that a half cup of figs has as much calcium? Only a half cup of figs. Has as much calcium as a half cup of milk. Why not a whole cup? Because <laughs> that's just not true. Why? It just it breaks down there. It's only Why? a half cup. Why? If it's a whole cup of figs, it just that's frustrating. It just doesn't work that's that way. Apparently, one plus one is still two. <laughs> There's a reason that the author said a half cup of figs. They're stupid. That's so, man. you know, we'll see. There's two on here. We, we, we had a bunch of facts that we could have pulled from today. There's two on here that I thought. Deserve some honorable mention. Um, Chandler, I know you had to fact check one of these um, about pineapples. Um, yeah, each pineapple plant only produces one pineapple per year. That is so hard for me to believe. I just don't. Shout out Hawaii. Yeah. There are so many pineapples in the world. Okay. And 95% of them come <laughs> from Hawaii. <laughs> but, but each one of them comes from That's a lot of pineapple trees. One plant. Like, I just feel like. Yeah. I feel like that's a waste of tree, you know? I, I think I can count on my one hand the amount sure. of times I've had a pineapple. I'm pretty sure it's really? a vine, too. Yeah. I've never sure actually seen a pineapple tree. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, a pineapple plant. It's probably not a tree. Yeah, I think, it's right. a, I think it grows on the ground. You're right. It doesn't right. belong on pizza, but we're not going to get into that today. Mm. Yes, it does. Um, it does. We can agree to disagree on that. And then the other honorable mention, a strawberry isn't actually a berry, but a banana is. Why that, did, that one makes me angry. Why did they name it a strawberry? Adam, why? Well, I'm just angry that a banana is a berry. Like, yeah, that that doesn't make sense either. Like, it's not berry sized. You can't tell. You know, like like you might get berry on you. Like you know, like if you <laughs> eat like any sort of candy, that's like if you eat like like blue candy, you mm-hmm. have it everywhere. Yeah. No one tells that you can eat banana anything. If well, you get mixed berry flavored yes. anything, it's like strawberry, raspberry, and blueberry mixed. Yeah, together. right. That ain't no not, banana in that. Ain't no banana in it. So Unless you're going with the strawberry banana, which some people would say is a berry smoothie. No, but well, that's it's not. No, it's not. It's strawberries aren't a berry. <laughs> in oh, that's result, true. That's fruits true. are confusing. They're weird. They're yeah. weird. But let's transition for a little bit. We'll talk about some fruits of the spirit. Yeah. We we'll talk about righteous living, and there's a couple of verses, actually, a, a plenty of scripture we're going to look at in today's episode. But I wanted to read you two as we kind of transition into our topics or our fruits that we'll talk about today. It says this, talking about righteous living and our actions, telling our story. Second Timothy two twenty two says that run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts, and instead pursue righteous living, faithfulness. Pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace, and enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. And I love that it talks about that second part, companionship. It says to do this together with other like-minded believers, which is important for us to remember as the church. But then for today, we're looking at the passage, the famous passage from Galatians 5, talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And you a lot. I think we all kind of remember this from when we were in, in kids' church. It's the song we yep. learned. Right, <laughs> you remember some sort of a song. But we're going to spend some time 
uh, today and the episodes ahead, talking through these these traits um, of what a Christ follower is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And it says this in Galatians 5, 22 through 25, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And I love that because it, it reminds us that as, as God has imparted these things to us, we're then called as Christ followers to go and carry these things out. And today we're going to look at just the, the first three. We're going to look at love, joy, and peace. And Chandler, if you wouldn't mind kicking us off, talking about love, we'll kind of transition from each one of these and we'll conclude our episode for today. Yeah, I got you. Um, so for the first one, I've got two verses of Scripture here. First one's Romans 5, 8. It says, But God proves His own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, that's incredibly important because if the fruit of the Spirit is indeed love, if that's the one of the first ones, um, the first one actually that's mentioned, yeah. um, we have to have an example to compare that to. We have to know why if there is no law against love, why? It's because yeah. Christ died for us, and right. that's so important. Um, and then why do we love other people? Why is that so important that when we know we're filled with the Spirit, we're loving other people? Why? How do we know that? Um, why do we do that? Well, in 1 John four nineteen, it says we love because He first loved us. Yeah. So because Christ died for us, we're supposed to die to ourselves and we're supposed to love other people with all we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a challenging thing, you know, but... Uh, uh, I love where there's phrases that they'll, they'll they will know <laughs> they will know us by our love, and it says yeah. it's a great reminder um, for us that if if you're gonna do take an inventory of your own heart, you better start by loving people. Yeah. Um, Mandy, kind of carry us on and into our next one, just yeah. with, with our time. Yeah. So the next the next fruit uh, that's listed is joy, um, and so in Romans 15 verse 13 it says. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the fruit of joy doesn't mean that you're always happy um, and smiling. You know, heard the phrase happiness is different from joy. Right. And I think that's a good way of explaining that worldly happiness that we have um, through material things versus joy that we get from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, I think this verse explains it clearly that Christ-like joy looks like trusting in God um, yeah. and having hope that he has good for your life. How timely so, to, right. know, to have joy in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Not you know. a very joy- yeah. joyful time. Not right. an easy thing to do. Yeah. yeah. But choosing to be joyful is choosing to remember that Jesus has already won the battle. So um, and so we have that hope. So joy isn't always having a smile on your face, um, but it looks like having hope in Christ. And so one yeah. of my favorite authors, uh, Lisa Harper, she says, and she wrote actually wrote a book about uh, joy, and she says in her book, real God-imbued happiness is not the absence of sadness or badness, but rather it is hanging on to the truth of his sovereign goodness, regardless of what's going on within or around us. Mm. And I just think that's so that's such a good way of explaining it. Um, having joy is having a firm belief that he is good and that he has good for us, um, no matter what our circumstances look like. So it's okay if you're not always smiling and happy right. and everything's not sunshine and roses all the time. But right. as long as if, if you have this, this hope inside of you that everything works out for the good of those yeah. who love God and are called according to his purpose, then we can have joy right. that there is good to come. Yeah. It's so, so good. We're not easily shaken right. um, by the world or not easily shaken by outside 
circumstances or, or things we're, we're we have a we have a yeah. hope and, and that brings us joy and right. what's cool that outflow of that of joy is peace which we you know we've already said they're so cl- closely knit together mm-hmm. um but i think it's important to 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 make sure that we have a right definition of peace because i think sometimes it's easy to think that uh i mean consider the enneagram for a second you know if you're a peacemaker you just don't do conflict that's me uh <laughs> you know you you if there you have peace when there is not war but i think there's there's a there's a more holistic definition of peace and, it, and we're, we're what we're going to say for our time today is that it means completeness that it means having everything that you need another example would be the hebrew uh word that's translated in peace is shalom right and it's means to have completeness to have soundness to have welfare and there's a really good passage that that addresses peace and it comes out of philippians 4 4 through verses 4 through 9 and it talks about peace that comes from from having joy it says this in verse 4 paul writes says rejoice in the lord always i will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the lord is near do not be anxious about anything but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. And you see it again, uh, and it's such a good reminder for all of us that all these traits, love, joy, peace, they're all traits of our Heavenly Father. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all things that describe who He is, and in turn, as we follow Christ, hopefully those things define us as well, that we're, mm. that we're loving people, that we're joyful people, that we're people that pursue peace, and not just peace in the sense that we avoid conflict, but that uh, we have we have everything that we need. Um, mm-hmm. Even we can. It says in Philippians that we won't even be able to describe that. You know this this sense that that Christ is all that we require. Um, and it's just a good reminder for us as we kind of take an inventory of our of our lives and the way that we're living as as we move into the new year. One, we we want students to tell their story and 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 to and to shout from the rooftops how the Lord has changed their life, but also. To live in such a way um, where the people yeah. that are watching, they they one they feel loved, um, they see the joy in our own hearts because things like that, joy and peace and love, those things are contagious. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, sure. the, those things can 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 change a culture. They can change a school. They can change a student ministry. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they're they're written from God's word. They could change the world. Um, yeah. But it, but it's on us as as Christ followers to to put those things into action. Yeah, I think it's good to remember that. Those aren't things that we come up with on our own. Yeah, we don't muster those things up with, with anything within us, so but good. we imitate Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. It takes us. the pressure off of us right. to, to do those things. And we don't have to be good enough or yeah. happy enough or whatever, yeah. right. because we have the Holy Spirit within us. And if we're leaning on that and trusting in that, He's going to help us to. He's our empowerer. To, there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such good stuff. I hope this has been. An encouragement for you today, um, as you've listened, know that we'll cover some more fruits of the Spirit in the in the episodes ahead, but we, we encourage you to live righteously and tell your story through your actions, and 
such a good place to start with these three uh, fruits of the Spirit. Thanks for joining us today. We will see you again next time. Bye. See you guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for joining us on the 580. We'll see you again next time.